Hi, my name is Philip Thomas. I'd like to welcome each and every one of you to our Urban Nation Young People's Service under the flagship of Grace Community Nilai, Malaysia. And before you go into the Word, let's open in prayer this evening. Father, I just want to thank you for this evening. We just give you praise. We give you glory. And as your Word of God, Father, is preached, spoken, I pray, Father, in Jesus' name, may you so enrich us with your wisdom, knowledge, and understanding. Empower us, quicken our spirit under the power of your Holy Spirit. As the word says, you shall receive power when the Holy Spirit comes upon you. And you shall be my witnesses in Jerusalem, all Judea, Samaria, and to the ends of the earth. And Father, today we seek your empowerment of God through your Holy Spirit in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Yes, this evening, what I'm going to share this evening in the midst of everything that we hear but we're going to not give any glory to the devil, but my topic today is talking about our salvation and the power of the Holy Spirit. And this first, the scripture I'm going to take today is 1 Corinthians chapter 2, verse 12, from the King James Version. Now we have received not the spirit of the world, but the spirit which is of God, that we might know the things that are freely given to us of God. We need to understand that when we receive Jesus Christ, something happens in us. Many a times that we hear that when we receive Jesus, it's just receiving him by verbally confessing our sins. But it's more to it. As we receive Jesus, something's happened. And one of the areas that I would like to touch this evening is the power, the function, the role of the Holy Spirit when we receive Jesus as a light and Savior. The moment we receive Jesus as light, the Lord and Savior, I just touch on four areas that will happen to us. In 1 Corinthians chapter 6, verse 19 to 20, What know ye not that your body is the temple of the Holy Spirit? which is in you, which ye have of God, and ye are not your own, for ye are bought with a price. Therefore glorify God in your body and in your spirit, which are God's. So the first thing we see that when we receive Jesus, our Lord and Savior through our salvation, that the Holy Spirit of God enters our body and makes it his temple. So when you receive Jesus, we're not really receiving, we're not verbalizing Jesus, asking Jesus to come into our hearts, come into our spirit. But the moment we verbalize, we receive, we acknowledge Jesus as Lord and Savior, we're also inviting the Spirit of God, the Holy Spirit, to come into us and may us and we be the temple of the Holy Spirit. Now isn't it a mystery when the Holy Spirit comes upon us, that we become his temple. And we become so mobile that wherever we go, so we are called the mobile temple because it depends on our mobility. We move around, we go to school, we go to the university, we go to campus. And even when we go to our workplace, our offices, wherever we move, we carry the presence of God. The temple of God is carrying the presence, the glory of God. So isn't it so, so important that when we receive Jesus, it is always a reminder for us to cleanse ourselves. 
So the Spirit of God is always cleansing us, telling, reminding us we are the temple. We need to clean ourselves physically. We need to keep our spirit clean. We need to keep our souls cleansed at all times. And how does it happen? Because the Holy Spirit, when we have a relationship with the Holy Spirit, we build a relationship with the Holy Spirit to Christ our Savior. The Spirit of God will always convict us of our sins. And we're going to lie. For example, the Spirit of God is going to convict you. It is sin to lie. It is sin to do something that is against God's ways. So the Spirit of God, when it comes in, into us, is an inbuilt inside all of us, and is going to be there, and is going to be our number one friend, provided you build a relationship with Him. And is there to make sure that we are saved, make sure that we live a life of holiness. The Holy Spirit, the function of the Holy Spirit will help us to live a life of holiness. That's the reason why we receive Jesus as Lord and Savior. Now the second thing that happens when we receive Jesus as Lord and Savior, He baptizes us into the body of Christ. Just like Jesus, He was baptized in the river of Jordan, and likewise, based on 1 Corinthians chapter 12, verse 13, the word says, For by one spirit are we all baptized into one body, whether we be Jesus or Gentiles, Jews or Gentiles, whether we be bond or free, and have been all made to drink into one spirit. So the moment we receive Jesus, we have been baptized into the Holy Spirit. We are identifying ourselves with Jesus Christ through the Holy Spirit. The third thing that happens is when we receive Jesus Christ as the Lord and Savior, the Holy Spirit seals us. He seals the three faculties in each and every one of us, our spirit, soul, and body. As the word in Ephesians chapter 1, verse 13, In whom ye also, friend, or trusted, after that ye heard the word of truth, the gospel of your salvation, in whom also, after that, ye believed, ye were sealed with that Holy Spirit of promise. So the third Thing that we what happens is when we receive Jesus as Lord and Savior, we are sealed with the Holy Spirit. Now just imagine that a package is sealed. It is sealed. It is for the safety, so that the package, whatever the contents in it, does not get spoiled. It is not destroyed easily because it can be fragile. So likewise, just imagine our spirit, soul, and body is sealed by the Holy Spirit. So my beloved friends, I just want to encourage every one of us here this evening. If you can just recall and review what, we what I just spoke just now. When I received Jesus Christ as my Lord and Savior, the first thing is I'm the temple of the Holy Spirit. When I received Jesus Christ as my Lord and Savior, the second thing, I'm baptized in the Holy Spirit. When I received Jesus Christ as my Lord and Savior, I'm sealed by the Holy Spirit. And the fourth thing that happens when I receive Jesus Christ as my Lord and Savior is the Holy Spirit will remain with me. 
The Holy Spirit will remain with each and every one of us who have received Jesus Christ as Lord and Savior. As John 14, verse 16 says, And I'll pray the Father, and he shall give you another comforter, that he may abide with you forever. A comforter. This is what Jesus said. He'll abide in us. He will be a comforter. He'll remain with us. You may be going through every challenges in your life. I just want to just encourage you. Young people, even adults, parents, father and mothers, children. You may be going through financial difficulties. You may be going through every form of challenges in your life because we see what's happening around our life, this, around the world for that matter, in the political arena, in the social areas in our lives, in the economic areas in our nations that's happening all over the world. So now we receive Jesus Christ. As the four things that happens to us, the Holy Spirit abides in us and we are the temple of the Holy Spirit and we are baptized in the Holy Spirit. We are sealed under the Holy Spirit and the Holy Spirit remains in us. The four important areas. Now why we need the Holy Spirit? Because without Jesus, without receiving Jesus, We'll never be able to have a relationship with the Holy Spirit. We'll never know about the Holy Spirit. Through these four functions of the Holy Spirit, He then sets us free. The Holy Spirit sets us free from the spirit of the world. Now we ask, what is the spirit of the world? In Galatians chapter 5, Verse 19 to 21, I'm just, I'm just going to give an example. What's the spirit of the world? I did, I did not say about the world, but I'm emphasizing the spirit of the world. So we can't deny the fact that we must be living in this world. We can't run away from this world. But the thing is, through the Holy Spirit, as the Spirit empowers us, lives in us, as we allow the Holy Spirit lives in us, that we may overcome the spirit of the world. The spirit of the world talks about, as Galatians chapter 5, verse 19 to 21, sexual immorality, impurity, sensuality, idolatry, sorcery, enmity, strife, jealousy, fits of anger, rivalries, dissensions, divisions, envy, drunkenness, orgies, and the least goes on and on and on as long it is sin. Sin is something that is not pleasing God that comes under the spirit of the world. The Holy Spirit is also, when we have the Holy Spirit through salvation, he sets us free from the spirit of bondage or fear. I'm sure that Today, as we see every family, every, every individual, and we hear the word coronavirus, it strikes a chord, grips us with fear. But when we have the Spirit of God, only then we can experience the fruit of the Spirit of God. I just want to emphasize, when we receive Jesus Christ, we will inherit the Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit will help us lead a holy life. And only through the Holy Spirit 
can we experience true love, joy, peace, goodness, gentleness, kindness, faithfulness, patience, and self-control. No man, no woman can give us joy and peace, can give us that kindness that we seek, except the Holy Spirit. We can't experience the fruit of the Spirit until and unless we receive Jesus Christ as our Lord and Savior. So today you have a good reason. You have a good reason. Whenever someone asks you, why do you have to receive Jesus Christ as the Lord and Savior? It's because true love, true peace, true joy, and what I've spoken to you about, the fruit of the Holy Spirit. You can only receive it through salvation, through Christ, and the Holy Spirit only can give us that. Today, if you like to receive Jesus Christ as Lord and Savior, to those who are listening to my message for the first time, you're not a Christian, and you're saying to yourself, I want this Holy Spirit, then the first thing is I just want you to follow me and pray this prayer of salvation first to receive Jesus as your Lord and Savior. So if you are listening to me today, you're not a Christian. And for those who have been Christian, that you think that, oh, my Christianity is all about Jesus. Yes, it is true, it's Jesus. But you have to live more than Jesus that to build a close and intimacy with the Holy Spirit. If you are there, I just I'm going to pray this prayer of salvation first for those who have not received Jesus as Lord and Savior. And if you are a Christian, you have left the faith, you think that you, you want to come back to Jesus, then you'll pray the second prayer with me. For those who are listening to me who have not received Jesus, please pray this prayer with me. Can we close your eyes? Dear Lord Jesus, I just want to thank you for this day. And I acknowledge I'm a sinner and I come short of your glory. And today I seek for your forgiveness and ask of you. And open my heart to receive you as my Lord and Savior. And dear Lord Jesus, today I surrender my lives to you in Jesus' name. Now for a second prayer, for those who have already been a Christian but you have left that faith and you, have, you want to have a close intimacy with Christ, can I just ask you to follow this prayer after me? Can you please close your eyes? Dear Lord Jesus, I just want to thank you for my salvation. But I also confess my sin that I left the faith and today I just want to come back to you. Open my heart to receive you as my Lord and Savior. And dear Lord Jesus, this evening also I just want to rededicate my life to you. In Jesus' name. And right now, for the one who have not received Jesus, you have said that prayer. And for those who have been Christian and rededicate your life, let's pray this third prayer here. Asking for the infilling of the Holy Spirit. Sweet Holy Spirit, I just invite your presence. And as we receive you as our Lord and Savior, as we rededicate our lives, I pray, Holy Spirit, we open our hearts, we open our lips, and ask, dear Lord Jesus, through your blessed Holy Spirit, come Holy Spirit and fill us. Come Holy Spirit, baptize us right now in Jesus' name. I just pray for your mighty and filling Holy Spirit. Fill our spirit, soul, and bodies right now. Teach us. Teach us to bear the fruit of 
your Holy Spirit. In Jesus' name. I just want to thank you today for your commitment. And I want to encourage for those who have received Jesus as Lord and Savior. Can I ask you, you have your <clears throat> handphones with you? You can <clears throat> download the apps, the Bible app. And I'd like to encourage you to read the book of Mark. And thereafter, read all the books of the New Testament bit by bit. I'm sure that you can read. But before you read, just ask the Holy Spirit to give you that understanding, the wisdom. And this evening also, if you've been encouraged by my message this evening, kindly like it, share it on your YouTube, IGTV, Facebook, and Spotify. And let's close in prayer this evening. Father, I just want to thank you. We give you praise, we give you glory. And I ask, Father, in Jesus' name, even right now, as every nation is facing this coronavirus, this evening we just want to lift up, Lord Father. The people have been sacrificing, oh God, the front line, oh God, Father. The doctors, surgeons, Father. The nurses, Father. The helpers, caretakers, oh God, Father, in every hospital, oh God, Father. And the government authorities, oh God, Father. Lord, we lift each and every one of them, Father, in Jesus' name, before you. And we ask, Father, may you give them your enablement, your strength, O oh God. And Lord, we just pray, God, may your wisdom, knowledge, understanding be upon them, O oh God, Father, in Jesus' name. As you lead and guide them, O oh God, Father, in handling this situation, this pandemic, O oh God, Father. May your peace rest upon them. May your comfort be with them, Father, in Jesus' name. And we pray for your divine unity, God, Father, will come upon the people of the nations, O oh God. The people in the community, O God, Father, Lord, to abide in being total submission, O God, to every directive of the government, O God, Father. We pray, Father, in Jesus' name. And I curse, O God, Father, this coronavirus because there is power in the blood of Jesus. And in Jesus' name, you coronavirus, I curse you. I command you to leave. I command you to die in Jesus' name. And I release, O God, your healing balm of Gilead, O God, upon every patient, upon every child, every youth, every adult, O God, Father, been inflicted with this coronavirus. We speak your healing to come upon them right now in Jesus' name. And for those, O God, Father, been affected, O God, Father, their jobs, their families, finances, we ask, Father, in Jesus' name, may you make a way, O God, Father, where there seems to be no way. For you are the Jehovah Rapha. You are the God who heals. You are the Jehovah Jireh. You are the God who provides. And I pray, Father, you'll provide for every needs of your people, O God, every city, nation, continents, Father. That, Lord, we pray, God, Father. Lord, we just thank you, God, and we claim your riches. We claim your healing. We claim, O God, Father, your provision. And we thank you, God, in Jesus' name, I pray. God bless you. If you're encouraged by this message this evening and you want to give an offering, you're welcome to do so. Look at the details below. Thank you and God bless you.